Well, I'm I'm on the winning side. side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. side. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. It is God's desire for His people to experience victory and to live on the winning side each and every day. We are so glad that you have joined us today and pray you will be blessed as you listen to today's edition of The Winning Side with Pastor Jeremy Coburnett. Thank you for joining us today. It is Tuesday, June the 8th, and we're so thankful that you've joined us for our Winning Side broadcast. I mentioned yesterday, uh, Brother Caleb and I, we were out for uh, about two weeks, just about. Brother Nathan filled in. Uh, but it's good to be back, and uh, thank you for not voting us out while we were gone. I was afraid I'd get back here, and it would no longer be the winning side with Pastor Jeremy Coburn. I thought it'd be with Pastor Nathan Johnson or Pastor Dan Bybee, but thank you for uh, not voting us out, and uh, Brother Caleb and I, we enjoy this, and uh, if I could learn how to do the computer, we could switch places, and he could teach, and I could do the computer, but Uh, He could definitely teach, but I wouldn't know how to do all the computer stuff. But we're so glad that you're joining us on uh, 95.9 FM on Facebook, on our podcast, uh, on our app, and on our online radio. We welcome you, and we thank you for taking the time to listen. Happy birthday today to Kimberly Dukes, Milton Harper Jr., Bradley Keeter, and Donna Turner. Happy birthday. Hope you have a great day and happy anniversary today to Joe and Tammy Overton. I hope you have a wonderful day. May God richly bless you. Let's pray for our country. Let's pray for the nation of Israel. Pray for their peace and pray for their safety. And then let's be in prayer for our service tomorrow evening. Uh, We'll be in the building for our Wednesday night prayer meeting and Bible study. And I'm looking forward to it already uh, fired up about uh, Jeremiah 37. And uh, I encourage you to be in prayer. Be here. Be here for the service. If you cannot be here, then I hope you'll watch online or listen on the radio. Hope it'll be a blessing. And then this Sunday is anniversary Sunday. Uh, We'll have uh, service under the tent at 11 o'clock. Uh, service at 6 o'clock in the evening, and Sunday school will be in the building at 10 o'clock, and uh, dinner on the grounds will be a great time. And let's be in prayer for our teens. They'll be gone several days this week to uh, Lake Waccamaw. If you've never been to Lake Waccamaw, it's a beautiful place, and it's a beautiful uh, campground there where the teens will have their retreat. And I hope you'll be in prayer that God will speak to them and God will work in their hearts uh, during the time they're away. I want you to hear a song. The Brady Rochester family was with us two days ago, and they sang all day Sunday. They did not sing this song, and I probably should have requested it, but they've got so many songs. I love to hear them sing that we couldn't hear them all. But this song they sang last year. They sang it a few times. It's a powerful song. But the name of the song is I Will Follow You. You know, sometimes in life, we get our eyes on people and uh, we get our eyes on a, a church or a pastor or a friend or a, a neighbor or a coworker, and, and we get our eyes on people and people will disappoint us. But I want to tell you, if you'll keep your eyes on Jesus, you will be okay. You will be able to say, like Paul, I have fought a good fight, I have finished my course, and I have kept the faith if You'll keep your eyes on Jesus. I want you to hear this great song, I Will Follow You. And then right after the song, we'll get back into our Bible study in Proverbs chapter 4. Surrounded by 
that song hope it was a blessing to you and uh, I love uh, the Brady Rochester family they're sweet folks and uh, they've been with us really about every year uh, for these last several years and they're always a blessing uh, I love their singing they're so talented on the instruments uh, but I also I love to spend time with them they're real people very just genuine uh, down to earth they love God they're not you know they're not arrogant or got their uh, nose up in the air like they're better than anybody else. And although they're great, they are incredible, very talented, very gifted. Uh, but they're humble people that love God. And they're a blessing to our church. And we love it when they come. And uh, I hope they hope that you enjoyed Sunday and hope you enjoyed that song we just heard just now. I want you to look at Proverbs chapter 4 and verse number 3. Uh, we started this uh, chapter yesterday, but uh, Solomon writes, and he said, I was my father's son and tender and only beloved in the sight of my mother. Of course, Solomon had loving parents, and uh, Solomon uh, references this as he's writing to his son, Rehoboam. And can I tell you, uh, if you have a mom, 
uh, or a dad, or if you have both a mom and a dad who love you, you ought to thank God for that. Uh, we have in our church, we have uh, some young people that come to church and their, their home situation is not good. And they come to church. You know what they experience at church? They experience the love of God. They experience the love of Christ. They experience Christian people that love them and care for them. And I hope you'll always thank God for your parents. Your parents may already be with the Lord. And you say, I wish I had them back. I wish my dad were here. Uh, now, obviously, I'm, I'd rather, for his sake, I'd rather him be in heaven. But for my sake, I'd rather him be here. But you know, we ought to still, if our parents have gone on to be with the Lord, we should thank God every day that we had parents that loved us and cared for us and say, well, my parents never really told me they loved me. Well, maybe not, but I guarantee you they showed you by uh, putting a roof over your head and providing food for your meals and clothes on your back and uh, the time that they uh, spent and invested in your life. And, and uh, by the way, we've got many parents in our church who you, you do that so well in uh, showing love to your children. And that's what we ought to do as parents. We ought to love our children. Solomon talks about that in verse number three. Verse number four, uh, Solomon says this, he taught me also. Not only did Solomon's father love him, but he taught him. And if you love your children, you're gonna teach them some things. You're gonna prepare them for life. Solomon says, he taught me also and said unto me, let thine heart retain my words. That word retain, it means to grasp. It means to uh, lay hold of, to, to hold on tight. And Solomon said, he said, my dad, he taught me some things. And uh, my dad uh, taught me that the things that he was saying, I needed to hang on to those things because I would need them later in life. He said, let thine heart retain my words, keep my commandments and live. And can I tell you, when we keep the commandments of God, when we follow the instruction of godly parents and we follow the instruction of, of godly teachers and, and godly mentors, I tell you what we're doing. We're just making things better for ourselves. We're just uh, allowing us to be able to enjoy life and experience the blessing of God that comes from obeying God's word. Notice verse number five, get wisdom, get understanding, forget it not. Boy, get it in your heart, get it in your mind, and don't forget it. Verse number uh, five, decline uh, not uh, from the words of my mouth. Uh, don't, the word decline, it means to turn away. Uh, Solomon uh, said, and his father David said, don't turn away from the things that I'm teaching you. Verse number uh, six, forsake her not. Uh, don't abandon the teaching. Don't abandon the instruction that you've been given by your parents. And, and maybe there's some uh, children that are listening, or maybe there's some teenagers or, or, or young adults. Can I tell you, uh, your parents that invested in you and they taught you the word of God, uh, they've been down the road. They know something. Uh, sometimes we think we're smarter and we know better than everybody else. But I want to tell you, if you've been taught the word of God, do not depart. Do not decline. Do not get away from that. Stay with it all the days of your life. Uh, forget it not, verse number five says. And verse number six, the Bible says, forsake her not. Uh, that is uh, understanding and wisdom. Don't forsake wisdom. And it says, and she shall preserve thee. Verse number six, love her, love wisdom, and she shall keep thee. We see in this uh, uh, book of Proverbs, we see the word wisdom or the word wise is found 125 times. You know why it's mentioned so many times? Because we need wisdom. 
It's mentioned because wisdom is so vitally important. Wisdom, verse 7, is the principal thing. It's the main thing. It's the most important thing. Therefore, get wisdom. And with all thy getting, with all that you have, get understanding. I want you to see quickly in this chapter, we see, number one, the protection of wisdom. Wisdom will actually protect you. Wisdom will actually protect me from the dangers, uh, from the snares, from the traps, from the deceit, from the destruction of the world, the flesh, and the devil. That's why it's so important to get wisdom. People spend a lot of money for protection. Uh, people spend a lot of money for security systems or for uh, home defense systems, or uh, maybe it's a, a shotgun, or maybe it's a, a guard dog, or, or whatever it is. But can I tell you, it's because we want to be safe. We want to be protected. And we as God's people, we as God's children, we must get wisdom. Wisdom protects you from saying things that you should not say. Well, we all need a double dose of that, don't we? Wisdom protects us from going places we should not go. Wisdom keeps us from spending time with people that we should not spend time with. Um, wisdom protects us uh, from things that uh, maybe we, we would do, but wisdom says, don't do that. Uh, don't, don't, I wouldn't do that. That's not going to be good. Wisdom protects you from looking at things you should not look at or from listening to things that you should not listen to. You know, it's sad, but Brother Caleb and I, we, before COVID, we would go into the jails and uh, we had a Bible study in the jails and Brother Caleb did it every week. I went occasionally. But the jails right now are full of people that did not use wisdom in a situation. Had they just used wisdom, had they just had some wisdom, they would not have gone where they went. They would not have said what they said. They would not have started what they started. Here in Proverbs 4, there is a father that is teaching his son to use wisdom. Wisdom will protect you. Wisdom will preserve you. Wisdom will keep you safe. Notice verse number 13. Take fast hold of instruction. Let her not go. Keep her, for she is thy life. Number two, I want you to see in Proverbs 4, not only the protection of wisdom, but the promotion of wisdom. Verses 8 and 9, the Bible says, If you exalt her, she shall promote thee. And she shall bring thee to honor when thou dost embrace her. Boy, hang on to wisdom. Give wisdom a big hug and don't let wisdom go. She shall give to thine head an ornament of grace, a crown of glory shall she deliver to thee. The promotion of wisdom. You know, if you will promote wisdom, wisdom will promote you. So how do I promote wisdom? Well, here's what I'm talking about. When you make a big deal about wisdom, you know, sometimes we make a big deal about athletics. We make a big deal about money or success in a career. And I'm not against those things. But you know what's more important than those things? Wisdom. Wisdom is more important than all the, all the money in the world. And sometimes we, we talk about money as that's the, that's the pinnacle of success. Or if you've got this house or you've got this job or you've got this car. But I want to tell you what we should be promoting and what we should be elevating is wisdom. We do uh, what we promote. That's what we're going to end up doing. You promote and exalt what is important to you. I wonder what do we promote to our children? Uh, I hope that when our children make wise decisions, I hope we brag on them. 
I hope when we see wisdom in, in another child or in another family or another situation, I hope we'll point that out to our children and say, did you see how that person did that? That was a very wise decision. Wisdom is so important. Number one, we've seen the protection of wisdom. Number two, we've seen the promotion of wisdom. Tomorrow, I want to encourage you to tune in. I want to look at the power of wisdom. There is so much power. There is so much potential in wisdom. And may God help us to have wisdom uh, that comes from the Word of God. Thank you for listening today. I hope you have a great day. God bless you. We'll be back tomorrow. On the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Thank you for joining us today on the Winning Side podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. If today's episode encouraged you in your Christian life, would you consider sharing this daily podcast with a friend, a neighbor, maybe a family member, or a coworker? We are grateful for your help in spreading the good news of Jesus Christ. If we can ever be a help to you in any way, please let us know by calling or texting us at 252-308-4600. Thanks again for listening today, and we look forward to having you join us again next time on The Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett.